You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, Brian, it is now time for our favorite part of the show. Every week we tell you guys about it, that it's our favorite segment. It is the listener mailbag where you guys get to kind of take over the content and let us know what you want to hear about. Before we do that, I got to say thank you one more time to our wonderful sponsor, Boomer Jacks. You know, I've told you guys for several weeks now about Boomer Jacks. Brian and I love it. Uh, it is such a great spot, whether you're looking to take some your family somewhere for dinner, you're looking for, you know, happy hour drinks with your coworkers, somewhere to watch the game with your buddies. Boomer Jacks is the perfect spot for whatever you're looking for. Drink special starting at $3, the coldest beer anywhere around, wall-to-wall TVs, live music, every game you could possibly imagine is in Boomer Jacks. It's up on those TV screens. And if you're a big fan of wings, you're going to want to go check it out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Tuesdays, it is half-price bone-in wings. Wednesdays are half-price boneless wings. So head over to Boomer Jacks. There are 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That is boomerjacks.com. And as always, if you guys go and you check it out, be sure to tag us. Tag me and Brian on Twitter. Uh, we love to see when you guys go out there. And uh, so share that with us and, and let us know what you thought. Uh, Brian, first question here from Terrence Bailey. Out of the other three projected NFC division winners, Vikings, Bucks, 49ers, I think are, are is what Terrence is projecting here. And I think that's probably fair. Uh, which of them would you want to match up with in the first round at their house? This is assuming the Eagles don't falter and finish the season with a better record and are like the number one seed. But who would you rather go up against on the road, Vikings, Bucks, or 49ers? I, I'm not totally sure that the Bucks are going to win that division. That's me. I kind of feel like me either. Uh, but but I mean, I I feel like it's uh. Give me it, give me give me, give me, give me the Bucks. Okay, really? Would you take that? I just, I never want to play Tom Brady in the playoffs. I don't care that he's 45. I would never ask for that. That's a shell of a team right now. I know it, they, but they don't, they don't run the ball at all. They don't. They, they, and, and you're telling me, you're telling me that your, your pass defense has gotten better. You're, if they're not, if nobody's going to run the ball on you and you're going to, all you can do is pin your ears back and get after that guy. I'll take my chance with the Bucks. I, I I felt like you could beat Minnesota. You know? I do too. I, and I, and you've won you've won in Minnesota. You've shown you know a few years in a row here that you know since 2016 you've won three times. Well, in there. also That's too. Also, you know, you make a good point, but I kind of feel like the Vikings are a better team than what Tampa is. But maybe at the end of the year they won't be. I I I, I will say this. You know that quarterback at Minnesota. 
on the big stage, he pees down his leg for sure. <laughs> he does. And I look, I think that's the thing. I agree with you. I think Minnesota's a better team than Tampa. I just can't get over the Tom Brady voodoo, Brian. I even though he's 45 and everything, like, do I want to go up against angry divorced Tom Brady with all his magic? I don't I don't know that I want to run that risk. You've never beaten Tom Brady. The Cowboys have never beaten him. And we know the Tom Brady history in the playoffs. Is that do you want to possibly be involved in Swan Song Tom Brady? I, I really want to go to. I really would want to go to Atlanta and play against Marcus Mariota. That's what I really would like to do. Me too. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love it. Other than playing Kyle Pitts, because yeah, you know, that would probably be a big challenge for them. But uh, I, I agree with you. But if you're telling me it's Bucks, 49ers, and Vikings, I want no part of the 49ers out of that collection. 49ers are the last team I'd want to play. No, you don't want to play the 49ers. But yeah, to me, I, I just. I, I don't trust the Bucks right now. I think there's a lot of bad things going on down there. Next question here from uh, at Snowflake Scalper. <laughs> With the revitalized running attack and great run blocking from this O-line, wouldn't a fullback fit well in our offensive style? I thought about this recently, Brian. I think we've even made mention of it a little bit. I wouldn't mind having a, a versatile fullback on this roster taking snaps. Yeah, Kyle Juszczyk would be great to have here. I, I totally agree. <laughs> sure. Uh, no, but I mean, they, they had Ryan Nall here. They liked him. Nall got hurt, um, and, and so they weren't able to use him the way they, they initially wanted to. But I think a fullback has a, a place in this offense, especially if you are worried about pass protection with Tony Pollard and, you know, things like that. It wouldn't necessarily be bad to have kind of a versatile fullback who can block and catch passes. No, I, I, I don't disagree, and I'm not making light of the question. I, sure. will, say, I will say this, though. I kind of feel like that these backs, you know, they're they're okay with running behind these guards, whether sure. it's you know whether it's Farniak or whoever they've had to use uh, in the in the backfield. I think they've been okay with that. The biggest thing you worry about with a fullback is indecision or hesitation. You know, when they hesitate, that makes the back behind them hesitate. You don't want Zeke hesitating running through the line. You don't want Tony Pollard hesitating running through the line. So play with a fullback, really nice thing to do. But you got to make sure that that fullback is going up in there, blowing up in there, and digging guys out. Don't hesitate and make backs have to just wait for you to get your block or they read you the wrong way. And instead of having a big play, it's only a gain of two or three yards. So I kind of feel like that Zeke, Pollard, they work well with the – the guard fullback thing, but they're also really good when they just can have just that read where they make it on their own and see the hole, make the cuts and those kinds of things. Best fullback you ever saw. John Kuhn. John Kuhn. Not, it, it, it wasn't. Well, your guy. Uh, well uh, you know, Daryl Johnston was great. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, I, I see. I know you. I know you had him in Green Bay. William Henderson is like the exact type of fullback. I think would be great. William, for William Henderson was uh, was a okay blocker, but whereas like guys like John, he could catch the ball. Yeah, I mean those guys were those those blockers like the Daryl Johnstons and the John Coons and and the uh, you know the guy out at San Francisco. You know those those guys are special the way that they play like that. Uh, John Ritchie at Philadelphia way back. Oh in the yeah, yeah, Philadelphia and the Raiders. Yeah, John Ritchie was pretty damn good too. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, shout out to John Kuhn. I bet you guys didn't think we were going to get a John Kuhn reference here uh, on on the podcast. Uh, next question here from at Astute Fanatic. Which player on an expiring contract do you think gets the biggest extension in the offseason? I think this is a question about the guys who are going to be heading into their final de- deal next year. Because guys who are in their final deal now, it wouldn't be an extension. It's you're having to negotiate a whole new contract. Uh, so guys who have come available next year, CeeDee Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, they've got the fifth-year option with Lamb. Uh, Diggs is the one that they they would need to get done now, uh, this ne- upcoming offseason, or else face him leaving uh, or, or hitting the open market after that. So, uh, Brian, uh, do you think that Diggs gets a deal done this offseason, or, or do they play it cute and mess it up? Well, they tend to like to wait around and see if they can uh, get something else done, but you know, Diggs continues to improve. Uh, I, I know I've had my issues with him in the run defense stuff, but overall, he's been. Which he's brutal. been better. He's, he's still no, he's, great, but he's been better. He has been better. He's tackled better. You're right, but you know, he also he can he can make some plays on fourth and one when he's the unblocked guy and get that guy on the ground and then get the defense off the field. But I, I think that yeah, that's that's the next one you have to think about because they got the fifth year option on CD land, if they want to do something like that, I, I would kind of think that maybe digs uh, before the wide receiver there. Yeah. Because the, like you mentioned there, they can, they can afford to wait a little bit longer on, on at least another year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, now do they want to do that? Maybe they feel like if he comes out of the season, they can buy a little low on him. If he hasn't stepped up the way that they think, maybe they yeah. just want to get something done the way they did with Tyrone Crawford, for instance. Right. Where- Crawford done. Now that didn't end up playing out exactly the way they wanted, I don't think, but they, they could potentially get ahead of that a little bit. Uh, next question here from Brandon. Where is Tyron Smith's mindset right now? And Brian, I think this is, I picked this question out because, I mean, obviously Tyron Smith does not talk to us like right. at all. Um, the, anything we hear about Tyron Smith, we hear from other people. Um, and, and a lot of times it's, you know, just discussion that goes on or, or things like that. And it's even more difficult when he's rehabbing and it's kind of out of the picture, but couple things I want to touch on here. One, first off, I know what you've said about the idea about if the Cowboys were to ever move on from him. You've said, I know that you've heard that Tyron Smith would just retire. I think so. Yeah, I think so. If they just, if Tyron Smith, if they tried to trade him or something like that, I think he would just, I think he would retire. Uh, But, you know, that's, Tyron Smith is, you talk about mindset, I was out doing some work at the star a couple weeks back and Tyron Smith Mm -hmm. was out there working out with Britt Brown, you know, kind of standing there and getting ready to go. And, you know, the the timetable that, you know, that I've kind of thought about all along, it's like, you know, and asking people there and I said it a little bit earlier, it's about, you know, getting ready for or start working back after the Colts game. And then with the intent of having him start playing against Jacksonville. So, I mean, I think everything is coming around in a very positive light. 
I think Tyron Smith wants to come out and play. If he didn't want to, he'd just say, put me on IR, I'm done, kind of a thing. So the, the fact that he's trying to work his way back, that says a lot about him, at least for this season, of trying to uh, you know get the month of, of December and see if he plays well enough in order for them, if they get in the playoffs, that, that he could be a, a factor in helping them win a playoff game or two. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I think he is working back and he's trying to work back hard. I will say this, though. I still think this is there's a very real possibility this is it for Tyron Smith. Not oh, sure. Plus, I think there's a very real possibility that Tyron Smith is working hard to get back on the field because he wants an opportunity to end his career. I, I agree. That's that. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right about that. I, I, I think whether the Cowboys move on from him or not, there's a very real possibility Tyron Smith just hangs it up at the end. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And so so I think we're entering the the near the end of Tyron Smith's career here, uh, which it's been a, an incredible career. But uh, ultimately, I do think he, he's trying to work back. Fingers crossed that he comes back and he plays at a high level. We know it was a struggle against San Francisco last year uh, and then into training camp this year. Uh, that does it for us here on Love of the Star for this week. We will be back for you guys again next week. Uh, back from the bye, previewing the Green Bay Packers. We'll talk to you guys then.